0: Well, hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This, of course, is Stinchfield, the podcast. Mr. President, President Trump, listen to me. You need to hold a rally in Colorado, and you need to do it ASAP. I know we're coming into the Christmas weekend. Maybe next week sometime. We have to get out to Colorado to trigger the left and show them who is boss. You will forever go down as the GOAT, the greatest of all time, which you already are. But if you go to Colorado, oh, It would be delightful. Uh, This is what I want President Trump to do. It's the first move he needs to make after this outrageous Supreme Court ruling. We're going to talk about that, get reaction on President Trump being kicked off the ballot. And then, don't forget, we've got a new chief of staff out in L.A. County's district attorney's office. We have uncovered, I don't know, it's close to never heard before audio of this radical who's now running a prosecutor's office. We'll talk about all of that. But first, folks, let me tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to put your money into precious metals. 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. So proud of their support and their sponsorship of this program. I'll have a lot more to say about Midas Gold Group uh, as we move forward in the program. But they are great guys. I urge you, now's the time to put some money into precious metals. With that, let's get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. All right, folks, thank you for joining me. Um, As I said, President Trump needs to hold a rally in Colorado. Here's why he needs to hold a rally in Colorado. The reason being is because it would trigger the left, it would drive them nuts, folks. And President Trump needs to come in and announce his presence with authority. No Supreme Court justice is going to keep us off the ballot. You're not going to get uh, four justices, four-three ruling, who are going to take away the rights of Coloradans to vote for who they want to vote for. It's not going to happen, and it's not going to hold up in the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, my prediction is, we'll either vote nine to nothing in favor of President Trump or... Eight to one, Ketanji Brown Jackson, she's the one that I worry about that uh, would put politics above the rule of law. If any of them would, she most certainly would. Even people like Kagan and Sotomayor, I actually have some faith that they will see, you know what, your job as a Supreme Court justice outweighs your job as a radical politician. And they would rule in terms of the Constitution and what our founding fathers envisioned. Our founding fathers did not envision this. To me, it makes me sick to my stomach that we would go down a road where states now want to kick President Trump off the ballot for not being convicted of anything, never charged with insurrection, due process thrown out the window. Think about this. You take these Supreme Court justices in Colorado, they use the Constitution To throw President Trump off, quoting Article 14, Section 3, to throw President Trump off due to this insurrection clause, yet they ignore provisions in the Constitution that provide for due process. Literally the presumption of innocence until proven guilty. President Trump hasn't been proven guilty of anything because... He's not guilty. He's never been charged with this. Jack Smith levels a slew of charges, this special prosecutor. Not one includes insurrection. So, Mr. President, go to Colorado. Hold a rally. Trigger the left and let the world know nobody's stopping you. Uh, This is exactly what needs to happen because here's what's really frightening for those in Colorado that are radicals. President Trump can win Colorado. Colorado. Uh, if he believes he can win New York, you better believe he thinks he could win Colorado. Well, last night during my Real America's Voice show, um, President Trump took over most of that show holding a rally in Iowa. And uh, let me play for you a clip of him responding to this ruling.
1: It's no wonder crooked
0: Joe Biden and the far left lunatics are desperate
1: to stop us by any means necessary there willing to violate the U.S. constitutions at levels never seen before in order to win this election. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. It's a threat. They're weaponizing law enforcement for high-level election interference because we're beating them so badly in the polls.
0: Yes, Mr. President, you are. Take this same rally, take it on the road. This may be one of the most important things that you do over the course of time. Now, many people are saying this solidifies his election. They're so outrageous. I actually take a different take in this ruling. I don't think the American people will put much stock in it whatsoever. We've already come to expect the the radical attacks on President Trump the unconstitutional attacks on President Trump, the weaponization of our judicial system on President Trump and on all of us, for that matter. We've already come to expect this. This is somewhat of a ho-hum, and, and how do I know this? President Trump came out. It wasn't the first thing that he talked about. Meanwhile, it was the lead story on, on My Real America's Voice show. I had Jim Hoft on from the Gateway Pundit. I'm grateful for him uh, uh, airing podcasts on, on his site, my podcast on his site. We talked about how it's not a political game anymore. This is not left versus right and we're all playing politics and we're pushing for what we believe in. No, this is a war. This is a war for the soul of the nation. It is a, a war for the future of our nation. If they win again, I'm not sure we get America back. And I've never said that ever. But here's what I will tell you that makes me feel good about things. I believe we've never been in a stronger spot than before, even with the likes of Joe Biden at the helm, who's doing everything he can and his party doing everything they can to cheat the system, weaponizing the justice system, weaponizing law enforcement, uh, election engineering with a mail-in ballot scheme. All of these things, I think we are still in the strongest spot ever. I heard Reince Priebus, there's a name from the past, Reince Priebus, the former uh, chair of the Republican Party, goes into work for President Trump. He said Americans are going to give an even bigger middle finger to the current administration than they did in 2016. That's how fed up we are. And that's why I say I actually believe we are in a very, very strong spot when it comes to uh, to all of this. So let me play um, a clip for you. Um from uh, uh, Jonathan Turley talking about this case in Colorado and what it actually means.
2: Well, this court just handed partisans on both sides uh, the ultimate tool to try to uh, shortcut elections. And it's very, very dangerous. I mean, this country is a powder keg and this court is just throwing matches at it. And I think that... Uh, it's a real mistake, but I think that they're wrong on the law. You know, January 6th was many things, most of it not good. In my view, it was not an insurrection. It was a riot. That doesn't mean that the people responsible for that day shouldn't be held accountable. Uh, but to call this an insurrection for the purposes of disqualification uh, would create a slippery slope for every state in the union. This is a time when we actually need democracy. We need to allow the the voters to vote. We need to hear their decision. And the court here just said, you're not going to get that. Uh, in Colorado, we're not going to let you vote for Donald Trump. Wow. And, you know, you, you could dislike yeah. Trump. You yeah. could believe he's responsible for January 6th. But this isn't the way to do it. I mean, it is, you know, for the people that say they're trying to protect democracy, this is hands down the most oh, anti-democratic. Please
0: opinion I've seen in my lifetime and and me too you talk about election engineering you just took the right of the people away to vote for who they want to vote for and I promise you there's upwards of 50% probably more in Colorado that would vote for President Trump I told you I think he can win that state which is one reason why they're doing this so now you take away people's rights to vote for who they want if that's not election engineering I don't know what is if that's not election interference I don't know what is. So we're going to hear uh, from Alan Dershowitz. He was on my old network Newsmax last night and uh, to get a constitutional perspective of all of this. And it's important that we do. But before we do that, folks, I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. Look, this is proof what we're witnessing, that we live in very uncertain times. Uh, Proof is an understatement when it comes to all of this so what i would offer up to all of you is start to take precautions to protect your finances one way to do that is to use precious metals one is an inflation hedge two is a privacy and security measure the government can't just come and steal your gold like they can money in a bank account with the push of a button it's gold you can hold hide it in your gun safe bury it in your backyard hide it in your grandma's attic I don't care what you do with it, but start collecting it. It's about your financial security and safety. This is very important. MidasGoldGroup.com, they can help you veteran-owned. I trust them. I know them all personally. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. That's the number to get them. Make sure you tell them that Grant Stinchfield sent you. All right, I told you I would play for you a clip of Alan Dershowitz. He was on uh, with my friends over at Newsmax the other night. Let's take a listen.
1: In the 60 years I've been practicing and teaching law, I've never seen a decision that is so anti-democratic and so unconstitutional. It is absurd. Uh, The idea that the 14th Amendment was supposed to be substitute to the impeachment provision, carefully drafted by the framers, um, is wrong. Uh
0: So first off, do you hear what he says? He said the ruling is absurd. Absurd. Never has he seen a ruling gotten so wrong now remember yes he has defended President Trump but Alan Dershowitz is a Democrat as much as I try to convince him he's not and and change parties and all these things he insists he's still a Democrat but he's an honest Democrat and he's a constitutional Democrat from what I can tell now him and I disagree on guns a little bit but uh, but Alan Dershowitz is being honest here Democrats are never honest anymore.
1: If you want to impeach a president, if you want to make him not run, be able to run in the future, there's a provision It requires a two-thirds vote of the Senate. But the idea that the framers of the 14th Amendment intended to circumvent that carefully drawn provision and and simply allow any state to make up uh, grounds for denying him the right to be on the ballot uh, undercuts uh, democracy. The 14th Amendment itself is very clear It says in Section 5, the Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. The Congress, that's the United States Congress. There's no provision in the 14th Amendment for any state or certainly any state court to interfere with the right to vote by its citizens. So uh, this is a terrible, terrible decision. It will cause disarray. It will, if it were to be affirmed by the Supreme Court, which I doubt it will be, it would cause distrust in the electoral process. And would result in a repeat of 2020 where whatever the result of the election was, particularly if Trump were to lose, he wouldn't accept the loss. And he would have, in this case, some legal basis for questioning whether or not the courts had any proper role to play in taking him off the ballot of some states. Right now, he's only been taken off the ballot of a state in which he was going to lose anyway. But this decision, the logic of this decision applies to any state. It really says any state can disqualify Trump because they've made a conclusion that he was involved in an insurrection.
0: So it's interesting. This is where he exposes himself as a Democrat because he says he's going to lose Colorado. There's a chance he might not lose Colorado. There's a chance that he could win New York. Do I think it's an uphill battle and a small chance? Yeah, but there's a chance because people in America are fed up with where this country is going. People in America have had enough. And again, I'll fall back on what Reince Priebus said, that the middle finger is bigger than it's ever been before when it comes to the American people saying, we don't like this government, we don't like Joe Biden, we don't like what they're doing to us, and we certainly don't like what they're doing to President Trump, prosecuting him, kicking him off ballots, doing everything they can do to stop him, uh, including trying to imprison him. But, you know, our founding fathers were brilliant. Okay, There's only one thing that our founding fathers messed up. I'll tell you about that in a second. See if you can guess it. But in many respects, they were brilliant because even when they talk about the presidency, you can be a felon and, and be president. You could serve from in jail and be president. There's no provision saying you can't. The only qualification to be president. You had to be a natural born citizen. You got to be 35 years old and you have to be living here in the United States. That's it. Beyond that, you can be president. Our founding fathers wanted to protect against this kind of political persecution, the likes of which we see in Iran and North Korea and China and Venezuela, where you go after your political foes, you imprison them, you make them ineligible to run through bogus kangaroo courts. We're witnessing that in America, and we should all be frightened. Well, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's running against President Trump, but you can tell he's a fan of President Trump. What is ultimate motive is for this, maybe setting up a future run, maybe setting up an administration post with, with President Trump. I don't know. Whatever his motivation is, he seems to be on board with his support for President Trump.
3: They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members. People switched to the Confederacy. ...from actually being able to serve, that's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed-out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we the people select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old-world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot... Unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing. Or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct
0: our constitutional republic. I, ref- I, I like that idea. Now, is Vivek Ramaswamy sincere about this or is this political shtick? Is, is this a is this just a uh, a, a ploy? I don't know. Quite frankly, I don't care. It's probably a a little bit of both. Is it a stunt? Yes. Is it sincere? Probably. Is it a little bit of both? Maybe. Who cares? His point is well taken. If we want to take a stand, we've got to do it together. I have always said there's strength in numbers. We are stronger together than we are apart, fighting each other. Now, I'm always going to fight the likes of Chris Christie and Liz Cheney because I actually don't think they're part of us anymore. But in situations like this, coming together, Ramaswamy, DeSantis, even Nikki Haley, who I think is a warmonger, I really do, but even Nikki Haley ought to join forces and say, you know what, this is unacceptable, we won't do it. So what does Ron DeSantis have to say about all of this? Well, I'm going to tell you, In just one moment. Uh, But before I do. Folks I want to tell you about my friends over at Defender Gear. When I talk about. Being part of a group. Stronger in numbers. Defender Gear is what solidifies this. This is a Defender Gear shirt. You see flag on the shoulder. We the people shall not be cancelled. This is one of my favorite Defender Gear shirts. Because it's saying you could try to cancel me. But you're not going to be successful at it. Just as I told President Trump. To go. To Colorado and hold a rally. That's him saying, we the people shall not be canceled. We ought to send President Trump one of these shirts. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code GRANT15 for 15% off. You wear these shirts, you wear them around, you get people talking, you let the world know where you stand. All of those steps is helping move the country in the right direction. So I don't even say this joking. You wear Defender gear you're helping move the country in the right direction. That's the part of the team that I want you to be on. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Uh, Get on board today. Use promo code GRANT15. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, All right, so Ron DeSantis. This guy's a total disappointment. He went from being my second choice for the president before he decided to run against President Trump. He went from being my favorite governor in America, to me calling him a wuss bag and a dork and an unloyal political power player, okay? That's putting it nicely. It's a shame because I think he does have a future, except on the national stage he's been exposed as just not having the gravitas that I thought he might have had, the personality that I thought he had. Doesn't have it. His policies are all fine it's the personality that's suspect.
4: <clears throat> so what does he say about all of this? Look, on all these things, what you're seeing the left do is they will use the power of the state to advance their agenda. And you see that with the Colorado Supreme Court. I mean, look, if somebody's convicted or something of, of some of these things, there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said, what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? What's the limiting principle for that? Uh, why could could we just say that Biden can't be on the ballot because he let in 8 million illegals uh, into the country and violated the Constitution, which he has? Uh, could we just say, oh, well, they have uh, money coming to Hunter, whatever? So so I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But, but here's the larger thing, what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary for him, get him into the general, and the whole general election is going to be all this legal stuff. And, look, it's unfair. Uh, They're abusing power 100%. But the question is, is that going to work? Um, And I think they have a playbook that, unfortunately, will work, uh, and it will give Biden or the Democrat or whoever the ability uh, to skate through this thing. That's their plan. That's what they want. What they don't want See, here's what's upsetting to me about Ron DeSantis. He says he thinks their plan will work.
0: It'll give Biden an approval skate through. No, the American people are on this. This plan is backfiring. All that happens is President Trump will get more support from this. Now, I do think this ruling in Colorado, we may get a ho-hum from conservatives saying, you know what, this is par for the course. We know the Supreme Court is going to rule in President Trump's favor. Now, here's what what a dilemma is. The Supreme Court has to issue a ruling before January 4th or 5th. That's not a lot of time. What do you think the justices are doing? You think Clarence Thomas is like, oh, man, I just had Christmas break. I'm ready for it. Now I got to go back into work. Come on. Is, 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 is that what they're saying? Maybe. I don't know, they're probably pissed off at Colorado for literally making an end run around the Constitution. Call in the forces, call in the cavalry, the U.S. Supreme Court set up, by the way, by Donald Trump. Without him, we wouldn't be in the position of a 6-3 Supreme Court, which is a great position to be in. And I would offer this up, get President Trump in again, we may get some more Supreme Court justices. To balance things out in America. And it is, it is funny how things do balance out. That is our only firewall right now, is the Supreme Court of the United States of America. It is our only firewall. Could you imagine if there were deranged lunatics out there who wanted to take matters into their own hands that so Joe Biden could start appointing? That would be devastating. I don't put anything by the left. I, I do call them the violent left for a reason, and they scare me because of that. But um, what I saw a I meme, mean, I guess we shouldn't be too scared. It says, people talk about the Civil War. One side has uh, has five trillion bullets. The other side can't figure out what's bathroom they want to use. You tell me who's in a better spot. It's a joke. It's funny. I like it. Um, All right. I told you uh, we were going to talk a little bit about this radical prosecutor um, who is... Totally, totally nuts. Off the chain nuts. Her name is Tiffany Blacknell. She has been appointed to the chief of staff position of radical George Gaston's district attorney's office in Los Angeles. George Gascone is this Soros-inspired district attorney who refuses to prosecute crime, which is why he tells you crime's coming down in Los Angeles. The reason crimes coming down is cuz not charging anybody with anything. Oh yeah, we had less felonies this year. Well, you just pled all those felonies to misdemeanors or let them all go or didn't arrest them. That's why crimes coming down. It's not that there's less crime. I promise you there's more crime in LA. They're just not prosecuting and charging so they can say crime is coming down. But again, the people of Los Angeles are on to this nonsense. So, this is Tiffany Blacknell. She is a self-described looter from the Rodney King riots. She said she looted back then. So be it. She needed to take stuff It was well within her rights. She then wears T-shirts that say police are barbarians and that their only role is to kill people. Um, She wants to do away with prisons altogether she wants to defund the police and this is who you run having a prosecutor's office an agency that's supposed to work hand in hand with police to protect us Well, let's just get right to it and and i want you to listen to some of her words that my crew over at real america's voice dug up amazing stuff that they found this from her
5: typically what we have when we see a violent crime is you have intimate partner violence and so the question has to be asked how do we control that situation? Is jail, is prison actually making that person less violent? And the question and the answer is invariably no, right? It's not actually um, rehabilitating anyone. It's only making people actually more violent. The prison does not answer our question. Prison as it's currently constituted simply perpetuates more violence, both within its walls and also when they release to the, to the um, community. So how do we transform that? Into spaces where people can get what
0: they need. Do you understand how radical this is? She doesn't like prisons because they don't uh, transform people into being some great, beautiful citizen. And I would argue that there are many cases where people go into prison and they come out more violent. That's a separate problem than the crime problem we face today. What she forgets and what most Democrats forget is that people need to take responsibility for their actions, they need to be held accountable. One Part of prison is punishment. It's not supposed to be nice. Another part is rehabilitation. If we're having a problem rehabilitating prisoners, then that's an issue to work with. But you don't take away the punishment part because when you leave violent felons on the streets... They just commit more violent felonies and the people suffer. But someone like Tiffany Blackdell doesn't want criminals to take any accountability for their actions. She believes even the criminals are victims they are just a, a, a proponent of the society. They're an offshoot of society. They take no blame for themselves, which we, of course, know is totally wrong. Here she is again.
5: Public defenders need to work towards making a more perfect system in terms of public defense. Obviously, I'm, I'm an abolitionist and believe the system cannot be fixed. It needs to be um, dismantled. But while we're here, right? Wait a second.
0: She's an abolitionist. The system cannot be fixed. It needs to be dismantled. She just went to work for a prosecutor's office, and she wants to dismantle the judicial system as we know it. We already had a wolf running the hen house in George Gascon. Now he hires this radical to create total chaos across Los Angeles. This is a model they're using in every liberal city across the country. This is bigger than Los Angeles. And they don't care what you think. The people of Los Angeles, the people of Detroit, the people of Chicago, the people of Washington, D.C., are fed up with the violent crime and the carjackings and the murders and the drug dealing and the fentanyl and the prostitution. They're fed up with it. Yet George Gascon says, I'm going to hire an abolitionist who wants to do away with the prosecutor's office.
5: While we're here, we need to work towards um, doing the best job that we can for the individual client. But we can also do on the macro level and work towards legislation and work towards dismantling each of the laws that have created this system.
0: So dismantle the laws, too. Don't use the laws to make sure that the streets are safe. Don't simply enforce the laws on the books as you took an oath to do. In California, the state legislature in Sacramento sets the laws. Governor signs them in to, into onto the books. Your task is to prosecute crimes under the laws of California. Now you want to do away with laws because we're cr- prosecuting too many people or you're not prosecuting anybody, which is the reality of things. All right, I've got more from her. I'm going to play more from her. But I want to tell you first about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. I have a Patriot Mobile phone. Here's what I want you to do. Before you do anything else, write the promo code down. Friday 76. Friday 76, because every Friday matters. They're continuing their Black Friday sale. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use Friday 76. You get a free smartphone. Okay? And here's the great thing about America's only wireless Christian conservative company they got 100% U.S.-based customer service. They believe in the things that we believe in, the Constitution, sanctity of life, religious freedom, uh, First Amendment rights, our, our, our right to keep and bear arms. They believe in veterans and helping first responders. This is what Patriot Mobile is committed to. It's one reason why they sponsor this program, and it's also a reason why they call themselves Patriot Mobile for a reason because they're for Patriots. This is the phone I have. I love it. It's great. Service is great. They got a performance guarantee unlike no other. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. Use Friday 76 as the promo code for a free smartphone. Um, And I believe you can still use promo code grant for free activation if you already have a smartphone that you're going to use. So uh, either way, you're a winner. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. All right. Let's play some more of Tiffany Townsend, uh, Townsend, Blacknell, uh, this is her.
5: In the United States, we have a history of caging and chaining black people from the inception of this country, right? And we're very, very comfortable thinking about black men in chains because they've always been in chains. This is be honest. And so now you see millions.
0: So we've got to go back to the problem with the justice system is that we have black men in chains or incarcerated I'm going to tell you this, and I mean this in the bottom of my heart. I don't care if you're black or white. If you commit a crime on the streets of my city, I want you arrested and I want you thrown in jail. I want you prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, especially if it's a violent crime. I could care less whether you're white or black. Now, here's some hard questions that she's not asking. She says, doesn't it look funny that our prisons are filled with minorities? Well, to me, it looks funny that black people make up 13% of the population yet commit 60% of the murders. What is the problem driving that? Let's get to the root cause. They talk about root cause. Also. Let's get to the root cause. Is it a lack of male father figures? Is it a socioeconomic issue? I bet I could go out to a trailer park in East Texas where there's meth labs everywhere. I'm going to find the same ratios among white people that are poor that I do among inner city black folks. I think it's a socioeconomic problem. I think it's a lack of male role models problem. I think it's a society problem that there's no value on human life anymore. But I don't think it's a racial problem. I don't think it's black people being persecuted by whites. And I don't think black people are committing crimes because of their skin. I believe all those other aspects that I mentioned, socioeconomics, male role models, household, lack of religion, lack of God, lack of uh, uh, respect for human life. All of that is what's playing into this. She wants to ignore all that.
5: In people who are, in, who are, who are incarcerated, and the number of them are black and brown, we don't find it offensive to the eyesight. There is a correlation between America's comfort with mass incarceration and its history of enslavement.
0: Come on. Get off of the past and get with the future. Eyes on the horizon. Go take what's yours. That goes for anybody, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Just go get it. This is the land of opportunity. There's no other country like that. She, this woman, despises this country. She despises it so much that she wants all of you to suffer. How is she going to make you suffer? She is going to release animals onto the streets. That's how she's going to make you suffer. Yes, bruiser, thug, animals that think nothing about killing you. And I don't even think they care about your skin color either. They will kill anybody that gets in their way. That's how bad it's gotten on the streets of Los Angeles and beyond. She's not going to prosecute those crimes. What else does she have to say?
5: I started my career as a public defender in order to see, to usher people to freedom, right? To get people out of the system as quickly as possible to secure their, um, their freedom for their families, for their communities.
0: So you go to work as a public defender to secure their freedom. I understand that everyone deserves a defense, even the guilty. Everyone deserves an offense, defense. But I also understand that if you're a prosecutor or a public defender, your sole goal must be to seek justice and the truth. If you're a public defender and you have information that your client actually committed the crime, well, then your public defense shouldn't be trying to get them off It should be trying to limit whatever you can for your client that is just. And if you're a prosecutor and you find out that someone is innocent, your job shouldn't be to prosecute them. Your job should be to get them off. But we live in this dichotomy. I want to get them off at all costs. I want to prosecute them at all costs when there should be justice in mind.
5: And so as an individual, I can work for my individual client every single day to secure their freedom. And freedom is the goal of abolition after all, right?
0: Abolition. Again, folks, abolition for her is doing away with the current system as we have it. Now, I think the system needs to be upended. I believe the system needs to be retooled because, one, it's it's a two-tiered system. We know that people are being persecuted uh, for conservative issues, Far greater than they are for actual crimes. Um, I just saw a story, and I want to see if I can find it for you, um, about a woman in uh, Santa Inez who just got arrested again for January 6th. This is, what, three years later. They're still arresting women for this, and she's like a grandma, this woman. And they charged her for going into the Capitol, being in a restricted area. I don't believe they charged her with obstruction of official proceeding. It looks to me like misdemeanors they charged her with. But yet they're still going after people. You can't complete your investigation in three years. Yet in in Los Angeles, you now have a woman like this who's chief of staff who's letting people go. They can commit real crimes, and she doesn't want them in prison. She wants prisons gone, except, of course, if you're conservative and a, quote, insurrectionist, well, then you should be locked up for life.
5: So there needs to be a cultural dismantling of the prosecutor's offices, the ones that I've worked in. I've only worked in Los Angeles. But it
0: seems as though they don't
5: give any consideration as to why a person entered the system. No one cares why a person became um, committed a crime, right? And then the question.
0: Should the justice system care why they committed a crime? I mean, honestly. Yes, you want to have compassion for everyone. Yes, you want to try to see the good in everyone. But in the end, if you murder a three-year-old or rape a 12-year-old or rob a convenience store or drive drunk and kill a family, why would I care what got you there? You did it. You need to pay for your crimes. That's the bottom line. We have victims that we have to worry about. We also have the idea of repeat offenders, which most criminals repeat, which means if you keep them in jail, they have a less chance of repeating those offenders. But she wants to say, well, what got them to do this? Show them some compassion, just let them go. and then of course, what do they do? They go make, commit the same crime again.
5: question is, what do they want to do? They want to punish. They want a warehouse. They want to keep them confined in a space where they don't commit the, the crime again. So we'll need this example, car theft. So if you're in prison, I suppose you can't steal cars. But is that fair? Is that just? No, it's not.
0: Yes, it is. If you're in prison and you can't steal my car, I'm happy. You wouldn't be in prison if you didn't steal somebody else's car. Your fault you're in prison. I'm safer for it. God bless the system that works. Right now, we don't have a system that works. That comment alone summed up what you have now in a prosecutor's office as chief of staff. And let me just remind you who George Gascone is. Who George Gascone is, the guy that hired her as his chief of staff, this week on crime, sorrow's inspired chaos-creating, love the criminal, hate the victim prosecutor.
2: You know, I believe that how much money you have in your bank account should not determine whether you're going to get out or not. If you're sick, which is what addiction is, is a sickness, we need to make sure that we have a thoughtful public health approach to that work. The problem with the death penalty is the death penalty doesn't work. We're having a tremendous problem with guns, and this is only going to get worse. You know, the Supreme Court now is basically saying anybody can carry a concealed weapon. The reforms that we put in place are working. Crime is coming down. It will continue to go down.
0: You are a lying SOB. Again, crime is only coming down in Los Angeles because they're not charging anybody for it. So there's no crimes to record, there's nothing to write down. Crimes are still happening at a record pace in Los Angeles. Just ask the people there. This guy is an absolute disgrace, and he hired an absolute disgrace, and the people of Los Angeles, brace yourselves. Crime is only going to get worse. All right, folks, don't forget, pay my friend over at uh, Pillow a visit. Mike Lindell can use your business. I know Christmas um, is right around the corner. It's here, basically. MyPillow.com forward slash grant. Use promo code GRANT for big discounts, $29 Giza sheets. I don't know if there's time enough to get it before Christmas, but what the heck? Get them for yourself as a Christmas gift. If it comes a little late, no problem. MyPillow.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant. You know who could use the Christmas gift is Mike Lindell could use your business. The guy is under fire like never before. I'm proud to represent his company. Use promo code grant, and um, they will get with you and get you all the deep discounts on their website. MyPillow.com forward slash grant. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. Don't forget my website. Sign up for the email address, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Stinchfield 1776 on all the social media platforms. And uh, I look forward to seeing you tonight on the Real America's Voice show. Because of you, Stinchfield's Army Rolls. We'll see you back here real soon.